God bless. Good to have you today with us on another episode of Kingdom Concepts. I pray that your day has been going amazing. Amen. And I pray that you are ready for God to give you something that's going to be like fire coming into your soul. Amen. Amen. I've been so blessed at this season that we've had because it's allowed us to grow stronger together with each other. Yes, it has. And it's caused us to grow stronger and deeper in uh, our relationship with God and, and, and what he has been revealing to us and showing us. And mm -hmm. so, you know, uh, could you ever go back to things being the way they were? No. You know, we have an opportunity right now to take what's happened in the last couple of months and grow from it or, you know, you know, die from what's happening or just allow those things to uh, to cause us to um, just dig less into the word of God and dig uh, deeper in a hole than instead of deeper in God. And I, I want to make sure that we're taking this time, this opportunity that we have to, you know, stay home a little bit more, you know, and and uh, be around uh, um a home more and take that opportunity to grow in the things of God and not push back. I want a passion for God greater than ever before. I want there to be a, a purpose more than ever before. And we have a purpose already. Yeah, we, we know do. our purpose. We know our plan, but we have to push for those things of God before more. Yeah. Well, cause you know, um, as you walk with God, you realize that, you know, you're, he's not just somebody that you desire. He's somebody that you demand That's to be. Right. You, you, you demand of yourself to be in his presence. And and the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is yes, good. Yes. Amen. Because once you get a taste of him, you're never going to be satisfied with anything else. Amen. That's right. Because God's love is just so beautiful. That's amen. Right. And, and his love just continues to draw you in. And as you discover, amen, how how great it is to have a relationship, mm -hmm. a strong relationship with Jesus Christ. Man, from there, God's passion, amen, for you will be revealed and he'll start revealing the purpose that he has for your life. Because God has a purpose for each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. There's something that God authored. Mm -hmm. The Bible says before the foundations of the world that that God called us, he mm -hmm. qualified us, he equipped us to fulfill a purpose for him that we were predestined to accomplish something. And I'm telling you, your, your destiny yes. is waiting for you. Amen. Your purpose, it's it's been there all along, not hidden from you, man. It's been hidden for you. Mm -hmm. And we always tell people that, you know, when it comes to purpose, um, you have to desire to go after it. Because even though God said, I'm going to do this in your life, you know, you can have people that have prophesied over you. We've known people that have had prophecies regarding uh, uh you know, their calling regarding uh, things that God wants to do in their life. But what I've learned is that that's God's part is to tell you, I will do this. Yes. But you have a part, mm -hmm. amen, to where you have to pursue it. Mm -hmm. And you have to do what you need to do to make that happen. Because I've seen some people just act like, well, God said that he's going to send me around the world and minister to many people. And then they don't do nothing to change. They don't even get a passport. Yeah, it's they like God, a... God can't send you because you don't have a passport. You heard from God, but you know what I'm saying? So, you got to do those things. So you have to make sure that you make changes, that you're open to change. I remember when uh, we just knew in our heart and our spirit that we were called to pastor. I knew that. I remember that. You know, I've already saved going to church, and, you know, you know, being a youth pastor, doing, uh, doing the things that God called us to do at that time, associate pastors, youth pastors. We were doing everything. 
But I remember that knowing in my spirit that I was supposed to pastor and we mm. were supposed to pastor. I just, I remember that. And I remember not, not being, uh, how, how do I say it? Not, 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 not satisfied. I remember not, um, I just remember not being uh, like, um, I hate to say a whole, but not being like, and I guess in my purpose is what I'm trying to say until we got here. When we got here, it was just like, I knew this is what I was supposed to be. Yeah. I was supposed to pastor. I was supposed to be a pastor. That was what I was supposed to do. Everything that happened before was leading me up to what God's purpose yeah. for my plan, what God's plan was for my life. Yeah, but but there's this, that you have that time of preparation. Yes, uh-huh. and, that's yes the and it thing, was a great preparation. Is that God, you know, the Bible, Bible tells you, you know, that you don't, just go throwing novices into oh, places right. of authority. That's you right. have to grow. That's There's right. no shortcuts in life. There's that's no right. shortcuts in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause what you, what you sacrifice, you know, and, and choose to, to cut short when you start, you will pay for when you get oh, to the top. Yes, that's the truth. And so, you know, the purpose of God, it's kind of like being in a pinball machine, <laughs> you know, to where God would use bumpers and buffers that just kind of knock you, you know, from this place to where you're doing different kinds of ministry that maybe it's not your calling, but it's preparing you for that high calling, for that purpose, to where when you come to it. For us, it was, we knew for 10 years Mm -hmm. that we were going to be pastoring. For Mm -hmm. 10 years, we were pouring water on the hands of Elijah. We were serving and sowing into another ministry. Safely. Yes. The things that we wanted to reap in our own. That's right. And so... You know, it, it wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't a short 10 years, but it was a, it was a, it was a very fruitful 10 years to where when we stepped into this, that feeling comes on you to where, you know, I was born to do this. Mm-hmm. Even knowing. That's what you, oh, it's yeah, just amazing. Even knowing Visalia, I remember um, knowing that when, when the Lord spoke to us to come to Visalia, just that. That I, I couldn't get here fast enough. It yeah. was like, when can we go? When can we go? And we'd never even like. We never been we here drove, one time. We drove. We got coffee. <laughs> Six at, years earlier. Yeah, got coffee at Cafe Avia because we were passing by the 99. We pulled over and that's the first coffee shop. We got coffee there. And then that's it. That's it. We left. And, you, and I remember you fe- saying, you can really feel the love of God here. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all you said. And we left. Six years later, God drops my cell in our spirit. And we were like. We need to get there. We need to get there no matter what. It was just a, a passion for the city, the surrounding area, everything, because there was there was a plan for us, and we needed to be in the plan and the purpose God had for us. And, and, and the thing is that we had a passion, though, yes. for God, and passion always reveals purpose. Oh, yes. That's passion will Come reveal on. purpose, you know, because, you know, there are questions that you have to ask yourself because you might be watching right now because I know that one of the number one things that people have asked us for prayer for throughout the years is people, they want to know yes. God. I yes. want to know God and I want to know what am I here mm-hmm. for? How does God want to use me? Mm-hmm. Because how many know every one of us were, were, were beautifully and wonderfully made, the Bible says, and God has created us unique uh, to where we're different. Amen. And and that's a beautiful thing because you make a great you in a lousy me. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's it, when you are yourself, when you're the person God created you to be and you allow him to use you the way that he wants to use you, then your life has fluid. You know, you're not forcing yourself to be somebody that you're not. Oh, that's and, good. And so if you're taking notes, write this down because this is so important because 
uh, a lot of times you have people that feel like they're forced to become something. You know, Come like on. their parents said, oh, you know what, you're going to be a, an evangelist or you're going to be a singer or you're going to be a this or that. And God never said it. And you, people think that if I tell them that, then that's what they'll become. It doesn't work like that. Your calling or your purpose is not your decision. It is your discovery. Mm -hmm. You are to discover. God will reveal it to you. Amen. Again, it's not been hidden from you. It's been hidden for you. And so you have to ask yourself these questions. If you kind of want to find out, man, where's your, where's your purpose at? Let, ask yourself this. What am I passionate about? Uh -huh. Come on. What are you passionate about? You know, what consumes your heart more than anything else? You know, and then ask yourself this. If, if you were doing that thing, come on. If it was taken from you, how bad would you fight to keep mm -hmm. it? Because that usually reveals a lot about your passion and your purpose, mm -hmm. you know? I, I remember when we first went to, um, uh, we went to the minister's thing when we were getting our credentials in the denomination that we were in. We sat in this room. The and district I, council. The district, and we sat in this room and the guy says, and he yells at us. He said, if you could be happy doing anything else in he the says, ministry in the min then this ministry and you could be happy doing anything else but ministry he said you need to leave right now you need to leave this room right now because you're giving everybody else you're giving the rest of us a bad name so what he was saying is if this is not your passion yeah. if this is not what you want to do for the rest of your life you need to get out yeah. you need to get out this isn't a part-time job you just need to get out and i remember going i'm not going nowhere i like this guy you mm. know and yeah yeah you, it's just it was just so real to us that we need this is what we wanted this is what we needed you know yeah. well this is what we were born to do and and this is the thing is that um oh, wait 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 because we have to we have to go back to this <laughs> you said this you said we're all different we're all different mm -hmm. and i wanted to bring attention to our shirts we're wearing our shirts and we haven't said anything you know uh, we're wearing our shirts and it says ask me uh, what the ask me Wait, what, what this shirt's, shirts about. about? Ask me what this shirt's about. I was going to say it a different way. Oh, actually, I can just go right. My daughter's wearing <laughs> one too. But ask me what this shirt's about. And we're all different. Every single one of us are, di are different. But every single one of us, if we're children of God, should have a passion for God. Oh, we yeah. should. So every single one of us, and that's why we're wearing this shirt. So our ministry came up with this this uh, shirt. Our, I won't go into detail how long it is. It's just amazing. But because we are all different. And we are, every single one of us are different. Our children's church has a, has one in, in for our children, it says, I love my shirt. It's, I love my church. It's really, really, really a cute shirt because we obviously don't want little people walking up to little kids saying, hey, talking to them. So their shirt just says, I love my church. But every single one of us are different, but every single one of us has a passion for God. So if I'm at the grocery store, because I'm the type of person I am, um, some I might not walk up to somebody and start talking to them unlike you. You know, I might not just walk up to somebody and just start talking to them and just start talking to them for no reason and then finagle away, not finagle, but, you know, a way in there to talk about God. I'm not that type of person. You are. So for you, ask me about this shirt. You're just like, don't you? you'd probably walk up and say, dude, tell me, you want to know about my shirt? Me, I patiently wait until somebody asks me about my shirt. And in then, I can t share with them, number one, I, if I'm comfortable, I can share with them, oh, this is my church, uh, my, my church's shirt. You know, this is where we are. We go here. 
Or if I'm really, you know, feeling like out there, I can start talking to them about my testimony. I can share with them what um, what God did for me and and where I go to church. It's totally different. Every yeah, single one of us are Jesus different. Jesus with me. I mean, just yeah. it provides an opportunity. Yeah. And, and you know, and it's, it's it's exactly what you just said that you know we we're all children of God. Yes. But we're called to do different things. You know, in it's kind of like when King David, you know, when the Bible says when they brought the ark, how he was out there dancing and he took off his he took off his kingly robe and he was just out there dancing with all the people. And the thing that he was displaying was this because his wife got upset. She goes, you're out there dancing like a fool, you know, uh, just blending in mm -hmm. with everybody. And what David was showing is this, is that as worshipers, we're all positionally equal. That's right. That's you know what right. I'm saying? We're That's all right. positionally equal, but we're functionally different. That's God's right. called us to do different things, but we're all called to serve him. We're all called to serve right. mankind. And and you have to come to a place to where you you have to be willing to make changes. And I think this is where folks sometimes get uh you know uh have some trouble is because every one of us has a resistance to change yes. and and you have to learn how to deal with it because not all change is bad That's for right. you That's right. you know um but you you have to realize that you know you got to be you got to be open to allow the lord to do something different in your life i wrote this down in my That's notes really good. if you don't start where you are you will stay where you are. Mm. Amen. If you don't mm. start where you are right now, quit waiting for things to be better. God wants to start using you right now. He's just looking for a surrender. He's mm. looking for someone to say, here I am. Amen. And we can't become what we need to be if re we remain what we are. You can't become what you need to be. So well, you have to be willing to embrace change because everyone has the ability to change. What was that that, um, that tribe in like Africa, wherever you were talking about how they you've said share this before that um part of them the curse that they would put on you oh yeah when they would be fighting uh this is back in you know uh mid-east uh, to where when they were fighting uh other clans and what have you what they do is they'd start shouting curses at them and this is what the curse was they would be shouting may you remain the same mm. may mm. you remain the same that's the curse the curse is when your life stays the same you say well what about me as a christian is it cursed if i stay the same let me tell you something if you're a christian you should be going from glory, glory to, to glory to glory to glory, glory, to glory. Amen. from one change to another change right. to another change you shouldn't be the same person today that you were yesterday not if you are growing That's in right. the lord That's right. it should be your number one ambition to every day make it a point to where you are going to beat being better uh, of a person that you were yesterday That's right. that every day you're going to strive to be a better version of yourself for God almighty because to remain the same is for you to be stuck in a rut mm. and all the rut is is a coffin with the ends kicked out mm. amen so don't allow your life to stay the same amen mm. and what we've learned with change is that the power for a change in your life, whether it's something spiritual, physical, emotional, whatever change it is you desire, the power for change always shows up after a decision for mm -hmm. change. Yeah, you have to make a decision to change and then you have to act on that decision. Mm -hmm. You can make, we can, I don't know how many You can desire change all yes, day, but you change. I can desire change all day. You can have every equipment that you can about fitness in your home. You can have um a, uh, a membership to everything and you made a decision to get a membership you made a decision to get this machine or that machine 
I have a bunch of them in my home, just, just so you know. You, I, you can make that decision, but that decision has to come with action. It has to come with action after that decision. And, and when you do, when you have that, that action with a, you know, coupled with a decision to change, then things begin to happen. Yeah. And things begin to happen for you. And so, you know, in order for your passion to bring you in that place of, of purpose and change, um, you have to realize that God has a purpose That's and right. a plan for your life. That's right. And, and he wants you to know what it is. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Jeremiah 29, 11. And we're going to read this out of the Amplified Translation. So Jeremiah 29, 11. You want to read that? Love? Sure. It says, for I am with you, says the Lord, to save you. 2911. Oops, sorry. I'm on 30. I'm on 30. <laughs> my bad, guys. Sorry. Sorry. That was, I'm quoting my niece there. Um. For I know the thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Ooh, I like it in that translation. Now. In your final outcome. How many of you know your life is not over yet? Amen. God says that he's going to give you hope. There, hope is always in the future. Faith right. is always now. Now faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. But hope is always in the future. God mm -hmm. says that he is going to give you something to look forward to. Oh, amen. Amen. Where you're at is not where you have to stay. Right. Amen. There's always something better for you that God has placed down the road. The thing that Satan tries getting us to do is to look at what we've had oh. and think that that's the best. Amen. That you're that what who you used to be, the the walk you used to have with God, the devotion you used to have with God that it was better, Ugh. and he does that to keep people to keep from you. realizing yeah, to keep you there. that there's something great in your future. God says, I will cause your latter end to be greater mm -hmm. than your beginnings, mm -hmm. amen? And I believe the rest of your life is gonna be the best That's of your right. life That's if right. you will allow passion, mm -hmm. amen, to be in there to motivate you to your purpose, mm -hmm. amen? Because every one of us has a purpose. God says, I know the thoughts and the plans that mm -hmm. I have for you. He says, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He says, to give you hope. God says, I'm not thinking evil about you. God's not sitting up there upset thinking evil things. Mm -hmm, He's mm -hmm. a good God. He's a good God. And I, I really think that your life, it's like you said, that pinball thing machine, you know, yeah. not that God's a pinball in your, but I, I feel like you have, um, there's things that you look back in your life and you can say, that made me the way I am. I remember, yeah. um, when we first got saved and it was us and um, our friend Elia and we were in this house and I remember sitting there and we were so excited for the Lord and we were just so on passion. We'd just gotten saved. It'd mm -hmm. been months, I think five, four or five months that I'd been saved. You'd been barely saved like a month. We'd just gotten saved. More, yeah. yeah. And we were just, we just had an experience. It's almost two months. Yeah. We, we had just had an experience with the Lord and, and we were just, whoa, you know, things were happening and we ran to your, to, to, uh, I won't say where we were at. We were <laughs> ran, we ran to these people's house and we we're just sharing just what God did for us. One of our friends had gotten saved. Our friend got, had gotten saved. We're just so excited, and we're just sharing with them. And I remember one it was of the, a it was a Bible study going on at somebody's house. And I remember this lady says, "Oh, do you remember?" She was telling this other lady, "Do you remember we when like we that. we were like that when we first got saved?" And the other lady goes, "Yes, enjoy it now. It's gonna go away." And I remember I you were like, so mad. <laughs> you were so mad. You were like. That's never happening to us, Ileana. We're never, it's never going to be like that. Like... And and so you just were like determined 
that you were never going to lose your passion for God, yeah. that you were determined. And I can think about that now. And that's taken us. And yeah. that's that's taken us, you mm -hmm. know, because we, we never want to be those people that are going to try to take somebody's passion. We should be fanning the flames. We talked yeah. about earlier about fanning the flames of passion in each other, making sure that we have friends, making sure that we have people that are going to uh, um, they're going to fan our flames. And, you know, let me just talk to you right now. It's comfortable to have friends that don't push you. It's comfortable to be in an environment, even in a church, to be in an environment, to be in a church where it's comfortable because, you know what, you may be walking in a church and you may be in a church right now where, honestly, you know a little bit more in the word than these pe the people that you're there. You maybe are uh, walking in a higher spiritual level that you are, that people are right now, so you're comfortable. But let me tell you some, something. You're not supposed to be comfortable where you are. And you're not supposed to be in a place to where it's comfortable to be in. You need to be in a place where you're being challenged to grow in the things of God. You need to be around people and you need to be around family that's going to challenge you to grow. Because you know yeah. what? If not, people are going to, if people that you are around are allowing you to stay the same that you were, that's not growth. That's not challenging. That's just you being comfortable where you that's are. And, it, and that's maintaining it. And a couple of years from now, you're going to be staying yeah. the same. And I'm going to see you, and you're going to be the same. And you don't want that. You want to keep growing in the things of God. Amen. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I just feel like somebody's going to be watching this. or And, and, and you're, you're not supposed to be yeah. where you are. Well, this is the you thing. You need to grow. Is that, you know, fuel will cause a fire that's to right. grow. You want friendships that are fuel come on, come for your on. passion. That's you right. want friendships that bring out God in your life, that's that right. bring out your that purpose you, in your that life. Push you. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're you're surrounded with fuel to the fire. You, you right. don't want to be around folks. Those ladies that night, I know that they were sincere, but they were sincerely wrong. Don't you ever go up to some young buck and say, oh, that thing that's got you all fired up, you know, about Jesus, you know, that you're going to lose that feeling. Enjoy it now. I was like, that night I decided I'm going to protect my flame. I said, okay. this is what I told my wife. I said, I don't ever want to be some old crony sitting in a chair telling some young buck that you're going to lose Jesus. That you're going to lose passion. You're going to become religious. I was Why like, did they got to be old? I was trying to they get were, you. They were. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm <laughs> not going to be like that. I'll tell you, I was, I was 20, 22 years old. And I, I, remember, I even remember the date that they said that. It was New Year's Eve. I'm telling you, I was like, Lord, he set me free from so many things. It was a bumper. It was just a bumper. You got to thank them ladies right now. It was oh, like, I do. Just I do. Bumper. Because you it know what? I'm still passionate, more passionate now than I was then. That's right. Because I, I can tell you this. I can learn from other people's mistakes. You know what? You know what people, some people will teach you. They will teach you what you do not want to Come be. Come on. Come on, that's the truth Amen. right Amen, they'll there. teach you who Come you on. don't want to be, so I can learn from anybody. I'm telling you, protect your passion. <laughs> protect your passion. Make sure that you're pursuing God. If you want to know, well, how do I discover what my passion is? How do I find out what God's purpose and plan is for my life? Because he said that he knows what mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Read the next couple of verses. Read Jeremiah 29, mm -hmm. 11 through 13. And God tells you, he says, then you will call upon me mm -hmm. and you will come and pray to me and I will hear you and heed you. Then you will seek me and inquire for and require me as a vital necessity oh, and on. find me when you search for me with all your heart. So when you pursue God like that, 
The plan is going to be revealed. God's going to make it very clear who you are and how he wants to use your life. Again, you make a great you and a lousy anybody okay, else. Read, wait, wait, read 14. It says, I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will release you from captivity and gather you from all the nations and all the places. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Amen. So God's going to make sure he brings Amen. you to where you need to be so that you can fulfill the purpose. Amen. So protect your passion. Amen. Pursue your purpose and watch and see how beautiful your life Amen. blooms and how much your flame rises higher for God. God bless you. Amen. We love you. And we'll see you guys again on another episode of Kingdom Concept.